I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I'm here at Texas Roadhouse with the whole family. And Carter's right here. Hi. Hello. What are you doing? Sitting. So you're a vegetarian at Texas Roadhouse, the place that mostly cooks meat. Yes, I am. So what did you get? Uh, I got the salmon because I'm pescatarian. You're, you're a pescatarian? Yes. So isn't that just an excuse for vegetarians to eat meat? Hey, I like fish, okay? Hey, I like fish, okay? <laughs> um, all right. Nick, what do you get? What? What did you get? What did you get? Um, ribs. Ribs? Are you excited about your ribs? Taylor, what did you get? What? What'd you get for dinner? I got a steak. You still eat meat? Yes. You don't think meat is murder? I mean, meat is delicious. Tasty, tasty murder. Very nice. <laughs> anyway, we're in this, we're in this, uh, what's this called? Texas Roadhouse. And it's so packed. I don't think I've ever seen it so busy. Is it like this every Friday night? This is probably why we don't usually come here on a Friday night ever. True. I'd rather do lunch or something. The floor is covered with with uh, shells of peanuts. Which is awesome. Um, I'm pretty sure our waitress is a robot. <laughs> and it smells like armpits and sugar boots. Sugar I don't boots? I don't know how to sugar sugar boot. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, really, Dad? Not really a sugar boob. boob. No, What's a sugar boob? boob? What's the sugar boob? Is there a sugar boob? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of it. It's like a nickname. Nick, it Nick it's you, a heard, name. you heard of sugar boobs? It's the perfect it's the name of a stripper. <laughs> sugar boobs on the center stage, everybody. Sugar boobs. Sugar boobs. <laughs> a big warm welcome for sugar boobs. Are you still recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carter, a little after post-dinner update here, a little follow-up. I think that you and caffeine should not go together. What do you say? I agree. I am unsure. You, well, just a little caffeine into you, and you turn into a crazy person. Ch- chatterbox. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so we thought the Coke and the Sprites and stuff, or not Sprites, the Coke and the Dr. Peppers tasted a little weird. I think it's because they were spiked with more caffeine than usual. Hey, I. No comment. Okay, so where are we? So it's a, we're out. It's a family. What do we do? We're going home to watch what? Seinfeld, probably. Old Seinfeld episodes. Yes. Won't that be fun? So off we go into the wild blue Seinfeld show. That's the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> Bye now. Hey guys, uh, how you doing?
That good, eh? That good. So, um, the stuff you just heard is actually from a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago. And I still have the cough. <laughs> Listen to this thing. <coughs> it's getting better, though. See? It's less harsh than it was a short a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, hey, uh, it's good to be back and do another diary, and I hope you guys are doing well. I wanted to address a specific issue that has been coming up that I thought would be worthy of some conversation, at least um, express my opinion on it or my stance on it, and then let you guys follow up with some feedback uh, regarding the decision. So getting mixed mixed feelings from listeners regarding... Uh, comic dorks, not the show itself. Like the show, the content of the show, the actual show is getting nothing but raves. I've I've yet to have anybody who doesn't like what we're talking about. The problem that we're running into <clears throat> is that early on, before that show happened, I made a very distinct decision to not censor it. Um, partially because I knew Scott Kurtz was coming on board, and I knew. That he shall not be contained. Um, it's one of the things I like about him. But I, I understand that sometimes coarse language, as my aunt would say, is less uh, appropriate for some and, and others don't mind. Others hear it and kind of blow it off. Some hear it and are totally offended. Some hear it and get excited that it's all edgy and, you know, sweary. So... I realized even before that, that when I put it out there, there'd be those three camps that would be listening to the show and that there would be a fair amount of people who have gotten used to my generally no F-bomb stance on other shows. Um, the goal with all with everything else is to kind of keep a clean tag on there and keep things roughly PG-13. Okay, that's always sort of been my goal. I'm kind of a PG-13 guy. So, you know, for... For example, on uh, on Comic Dork, you'll never hear me drop the F-bomb. But you're going to hear stuff uncensored. We're not going to bleep it. We're going to let people say what they want and let it stand. And the feed itself is marked as an explicit feed. So, you know, people have plenty of warning and understand that, they, that that's what they're getting into, at least on iTunes and through other automated ways of getting shows. Um, the problem is now I've got people in equal measure going, dude, I love it. It's like this uncensored raw look into the minds of and then you got another whole group of people going I, I am completely offended I can't believe it I'm out of this no way I'm listening blah 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 and it puts me in a weird position because it's kind of like the way I feel about a lot of issues Um, so I choose not to be super cussy in my own life but I don't see how that gives me the right, other than being show host and I can lay down rules and stuff, but other than other than that, I don't really have the right to tell other people how to talk or communicate. It's not really my business um, any more than it's theirs that I choose not to, right? So I feel that way about a lot of things. Like, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble here, but I, I believe, and I've said this on TMS, so this isn't new, but I believe um, abortion is a hideous thing. Terrible thing. Why would you ever want to have one? What a horrible deal. I can't imagine my life without my kids. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I could go on for days about why I think it's, it's an awful thing to have to choose. But it is not my place to tell others how to choose. 
Do you see what I'm saying? It's okay to not like the actual... And it's not like I don't like people who have abortions either. All I'm saying is, for me and mine, it's not really a thing we care to even contemplate doing. All right? But for anyone else outside of me who chooses to do something, it's not my, it's none of my business. You should be able to do what they want. You should be able to make that horrible, hideous choice. And it is one. I don't care who you are. It's never convenient. It's never simple. It's never a relief. It's never any of those things. It's always a really hard thing. I would hate to be in their boots to make that choice, but it's still their freaking choice. And I feel that way about everything uh, regarding social, moral stuff. It is not my place to judge you or to tell you how to live your life. It is my place to try to live the life that I have the best I can, given what I what tools I have to do that. And I've made certain choices. One of those is I'm not a big believer in cussing all day makes things better or cooler or whatever. But I'm not going to tell other people that they can't do that. So, so yeah, there's... You know, there's one thing to, to say about, well, broadcast standards. So do we want to adhere to certain broadcast standards? And I felt like most of my other shows, in order to to hit the, the broadest audience and be the most appealing, needed to have something in place that said, hey, we're going to adhere to, you know, somewhat standard broadcast practices, which is we are going to keep it relatively clean. clean. And you get your occasional ass and damn and hell and even a shit here and there. That's fine. Again, those are firmly in the PG-13 range for me. And that's, I I don't care. They're just words, all right? Um, I don't like, you want to know the word I hate the most? There are a lot of swear words out there, right? The one that really gets me and that you'll never hear me say in any derogatory way is the B word. (laughs) I don't even like saying it. Because I, every time it gets used in a way that is, uh... I don't know. Every time I hear it, I just think that is not cool to to women. Like I'm, I have too many women in my life who I respect and adore uh, for that word to get bandied about loosely. I just I find it extremely derogatory toward women, and so I don't use it. I don't use any of those words like that, like the, the dreaded c word. No way. I just think it hurts. It hurts to hear it. And I hurts people to hear it, so I'm not. I don't want to be one. I don't want to be someone who hurts people when they hear it. Uh, I don't drop the f bomb because it's an, again an example of really. Har- it's a harsh word. It's a word that can cause consternation, pain, and anguish. And I don't want to be the source of that. Even in heated conversations, I'm not really interested in being the guy that harnesses language in such a way that it's intended to to really bite back at somebody. So those are my standards, but I'm not going to apply those to everyone else. And in the case of Comic Dorks, I made a decision, again, way ahead of time. This thing is going to be what people say, live to hard drive, done. And for good or for bad, people are going to be allowed to say what they want. And um, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know what to tell people other than I understand Um. I mean, maybe what I should have done, and I could have done this in retrospect, so I'll share it with you now. I could have done like a disclaimer at the top of episode one that said, hey, you guys, this show is going to be pretty raw, or potentially could be. I mean, if uh, if Scott goes off on an issue he's really passionate about, you might hear, you know, might get a little Tarantino all up in here. 
I don't know. Just to give people a little bit of a warning. In the same way we might give a warning when we're talking about a certain comic series and we're saying, all right, there might be spoilers. Or, um, I don't know, we should warn everybody that Steven Schleicher is brilliant and knows answers to everything before we ask them. We, we could we could have warned people about that. That guy's smart. But you know what I'm saying. We could have done maybe more that way. But um, in the end, I understand why. And, there, and you know what? It's a personal choice to say I'm not going to listen to that show because it contains language I'm not comfortable with or I can't play it at work anymore or whatever. I totally respect that and realize that I, uh, you know, created a that possibility where people would slip away through and, and not listen and not be part of that audience, which makes me a little sad because I know that those people are would enjoy the content we're doing. They just don't like what the, they don't like what it's laced with. in in some cases, some of the conversations totally get it. Right. Um, and you know, it's the ones who get offended by that and then decide I'm going to not listen to anything else, you know, boycott the rest of the network as a result. I think that's going a little far or, or maybe it isn't. I don't know, but it's again, your choice, not mine. I can't make you do anything any more than you can make me. But, um, but I wanted to at least address it and get it out there so you understand my stance on it. Um, I mean, that's that's the most important thing to me is that you understand where I where my head's at with it and why. And I am extremely happy with that show. I couldn't be happier, actually. We're talking about all the stuff we want to talk about. We're hitting it the way I want to. There's a lot of expertise happening. There's a real sense of, you know, depth to it. And that's that was most important to me. Um and so I'm not going to, you know, I have no desires to change it. I'm going to keep it going. We're only two episodes in, but for a monthly, I mean, you, you have to think about it in these time frames. But I don't, I don't see any reason why it'll, it'll alter or change or do anything. Um, but as always, your feedback is helpful. And you guys should keep sending that in. Uh, so we know, you know, we know where we're at. Know what kind of track we're on. But um, yeah, censorship. Not interested. Um, especially in the, and all, here's the other thing. Let's just look at this practically. If I was to say, all right, well, I don't want to, I don't want to restrain my hosts. I want them to be able to feel free to say whatever they want and express whatever opinion they want in the way that they want. The other option was to let them still do that, but then go back and just bleep the hell out of everything. And I don't have time for that. Ugh, yuck. If I had a, like a hired dude do it or something and go through each file and add bleeps wherever there was a something considered you know even remotely offensive fine but i don't have that guy he doesn't exist in my life it's only me for that part so ugh, i'm not doing that um yeah it was one thing back in the elr days when when somebody would drop something offensive and you'd all right well that was at 42 minutes in so i'll just go bleep that one that one particular thing that was one thing but there's a, there's a fair amount of it on comic dorks, and I, I don't I don't want to go back and sweep that up. Who does? Who wants to do that? Not me, I say, and not you. Oh my gosh, what else is going on? There's so much going on, you guys. You ever you ever feel like you um you ever feel like you just bit off more than you can chew, but now you got to swallow it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, just overcommitted committed to too many things too much at once and then other things you didn't commit to that have to be done came up anyway and now you got the things you committed too much for plus the things you have to do anyway plus other things that nobody thought of all happening at the same time during a month that's usually kind of slow for me well that's october for me 
And as excited as I am about the idea of BlizzCon, which I still am, and we're doing it, it's this next weekend, it's not going to be quite what I originally planned. I just haven't had time to flesh it out the way I wanted to. It's boiled down to be what what it was what it was probably going to be meant to be anyway, which is, you know, a lot of conversation about the games, a lot of interesting anecdotal stuff about Blizzard, a lot of sort of what's the state of the game right now, and then some post show you know uh, video streams of people playing some competitive StarCraft and some WoW raids and junk like that. That, that these are all these are all things that I knew it would it probably end up sort of boiling down to. Um, but I think in my head I was like, yeah, we're going to have all this video switching and live people calling in with their video chat, this and that, and more video production-y stuff. And that's where I have, I just overthought. I just over, over, over-expected and under-delivered because <laughs> I just don't have time, quite frankly, the money to do it the way I want to do it. And it's just, it's a week away. There's nothing I can do about it now. So... That is no longer um, that is no longer the option that I was hoping I had, and uh, you know it is just what it is. It's going to be great. I mean, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a bunch of great audio on the feed afterwards, and at the time, you're going to get you know good video streams, basic but good of stuff that's going on. We're going to try to capture as much stuff as possible uh, so people can tune in and enjoy it live, and then also you know listen to it in post, and it should be fine. It's just, you know how it is. You never, you never have all you need to do all you want to do. And part of it is I've just got too much other stuff. I'm overcommitted with a hundred clients. I swear, uh, all the other shows need to be produced and made. There's a lot of family stuff going on. My daughter's here visiting for the week uh, from school. She goes back next or tomorrow. And then back again for Thanksgiving, and we got all that planning going on, and we don't know where that's going to be happening. Is it our house? Is it my sister's house? doesn't matter. Um, just a lot of shuffling around, and it's also flu season, so everybody seems to be coming down with crap. So I got Nick upstairs sick right now, and I'm still getting over whatever this thing is. I'm all nasally, as you can tell. Um, so it just adds up. Justin Robert Young will be here on Tuesday and that's going to, you know, that's a thing I'm excited about, but I got to, you know, shuffle things around to accommodate and make work time-wise and all that. Nerdtacular planning's in full gear and that's just crazy this time because we're trying to do it in a new venue with all kinds of cool new stuff and planning for that's crazy. Tom and I are about to get swamped with um, getting autopilot uh, season two uh, recorded, produced, and out, and that's just—it's just going to take a chunk of time. So it's just so much stuff coming up, and you know, I'd like to play some video games in there. <laughs> My wife's birthday's coming up. We got a trip in Vegas planned. We've got a CES in January. Just a lot of stuff to plan for, and it seems like it's all going so fast. So I'm not complaining. It is all stuff I love to do. Um, it's just a lot of it, you know, just a lot of it. So. Anyway, that's the state of things. October. Not your typical October. Uh, I'll let you go, though. I hope you guys enjoy these diary entries. It's been a while since the last one. I apologize. But I uh, thought today would be a good day. I had about an hour free. So I thought, hey, I'll post this stuff up here. Get some of these audio musings on the Internet. If you've enjoyed it, let me know. Myextralife at gmail.com. You can send your feedback, your questions, your thoughts, your comments. If you have a question you'd like me to address on an upcoming diary episode, feel free. 
myextralife at gmail.com. Be happy to answer it. I think that's going to do it. Thanks, guys. Uh, go eat a go eat a goat. I don't know what that means. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.